On today's episode, we have another edition of our Keep It, Fix It, or Burn It series, but this time it's with a little bit of a different twist. This is episode 53 of the Diz Dudes Podcast. Well, you know it is a thrill when you go downhill, cause you're riding on the mountain of your own free will, and you're zipping in a flash on a daring dash, down a waterfall so rapid that you go splish splash. Splash mountain. Zippity doo dah. Splash mountain. Zippity hey. Well, hello everybody and welcome to the show. My name is Jared Lee and I am joined per usual by my trusty co-host, Mr. Jeremy Veronica Stein. What so is Jeremy, that? I know I, I know I nailed it. So how how are you doing? Uh, I'm okay. It was one of those days where I had to adult a lot, and I wasn't a I wasn't a fan of it. Adulting is overrated. It is, really, it is the worst. So yeah, um, but no, excited excited for a another Diz Dudes live. Maybe uh yeah, get me out of my little bit of a, a funk after finding out that vehicles have maintenance issues, which is dumb. I think they should just work forever. They do. They are, uh, yeah, car stuff. I, the one thing, like my, I remember when I first got a car, my dad forced me to help him do a lot of the maintenance stuff. And at the time, I hated it. I didn't want to do it. And now I can basically, everything's short of rebuilding an engine, which I could probably do if I had a book and like watched a YouTube video, but I know how to do most of that stuff. So it's not fun, but I can no. do it. No. Well, another, throw it on your uh, vision board. Help help Jeremy fix vehicles. I was, like, I was, I was down there. I, <laughs> I was down there. I would give you a hand. I, I, totally. I would do that. Yeah. No, you would you would be both hands, and I'd be sitting in the corner drinking a beer. Like, are you done yet? Because I have no <laughs> idea what's going on. So yeah, that would be the way I think yeah. it would work. <laughs> I'd, yeah. I'd, buy you, I'd buy you beers and pizza too. I would I would hope so at that point. Yeah. No, it's like whenever I had to replace the alternator on the way back from the oh, airport God, in January. Yeah. That was the that was the most on the spot where I was like, you know, normally it's fixing the cars like in your garage and stuff. That yeah. was the first time I was like, well, all right, I got a pregnant wife. I want to get home and it's almost dark. Let's let's see if I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I didn't have yeah. any tools. I had to go into the AutoZone guy. I'm like, hey, what tools do you have? And he just gives me like a bucket, basically. Nice. Cool. Tool yeah. bucket. Let's go. <laughs> Did you have to return the bucket? I threw it at him. <laughs> there you go. Not really. I've returned it. I actually broke. They have like a so to get one of the things off, you use like a what they call a torque wrench. And it's meant <laughs> to like you gotta really push hard. And I don't I'm not gonna take credit as if I I'm super strong or maybe the, the tool was weak, but I broke it. Mm. Um I pulled out on it and the thing snapped. And I was like, uh, do you got another one of those? And he looked at me like, huh? <laughs> like it broke. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. That's so awesome. he actually had another one. I was like, because if not, those things that like, you can buy them, but those things are pricey. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, we're not going to just. I can be as so, handy as I need to be, and that's cars just aren't part of it. I can do most everything else. Cars, I just, I don't know. It is harder as cars have gotten more uh, computerized. I yeah. will say that. The, the newer yeah. cars, sometimes I look at them, I'm like, I don't know. But Yeah, oh. Totally. And it's a, a, a giant vehicle that you have to drive at high speeds. So I'm kind of like, I want to make sure this is done correctly. Like if I don't, you know, certain things in my house, if I go to fix, 
and maybe it's not perfect like it won't potentially kill me so that's right, kind of my right. like you know yeah. that sucker explodes while you're driving or something that's eh, a little more of a i mean the good thing about it for the most part if something is really wrong it just won't start from the beginning yeah, yeah. like if you really mess it up i mean yeah. you know even like and one thing that saves us just I, i'll do brakes and brakes are easy to do but a lot of people are terrified because they think like oh my gosh i'm gonna mess up the brakes i'm like ah if you mess up the brakes you'll know it really quickly yeah, it scares them. <laughs> like I knew a guy that put on the brake pads the wrong way and he went to stop and it was just metal on metal. Oh and he wow. was like, What is going on? And I, I went over there and I'm like, Yeah, the problem is that you're you're grinding like he just put them on the wrong way. So but yeah, that's those. But yeah, we're not gonna just come about cars today. So uh today we're gonna kind of uh we're gonna we got a little twist on our keep it fixer or burn it segment. And we got. I do want to talk real quick on some Marvel theories that I have for Endgame. Okay. Let's see if Jeremy had any. But before we do that, we just want to remind you guys: check out some of the other shows on the Capture Magic Network. We have the Capture Magic Podcast with myself and my lovely wife Jamie, and that is every Monday and Thursday. We have Jeremy and Rhonda with uh, Main Street Magic every Tuesday and Friday, and of course, Diz Dudes here every Friday. Or excuse me, every Wednesday, not Friday, and. Uh, Trip Tales and C Team at the Movies are once a month, once a month, and Jamie just released the newest Trip Tales in Club Thirty Two a little early. So part of Club Thirty Two, you get early access to episodes. Trip Tales is one of those on top of Disney's Live as of now. So we have almost twenty people in here right now, as and keep people keep joining, so they're contributing to the episode. And actually, the ideas for the Keep It Fix It or Burn It came from the chat today. So directly, directly involving them in the episode. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so if you're interested in club 32, it's ctmvip.com and you get all kinds of extra Facebook group and more stuff to come in there. So check, check that out. Plus you get a cool t-shirt. Yes. It's very soft. Very. <laughs> uh, all right. So, okay. The keep it fixer or burn it. The way we're going to do it is it's much like when you were a kid and it's the, who are you going to marry? Who are you going to sleep with? Who are you going to kill essentially? So we're going to do it. We're going to have three rides. We've got two different scenarios, and it's going to be uh, which ride would we obviously keep, which one would we fix, and which one would we just burn to the ground. So that's yeah. basically the gist of that. Uh, but before we did that, so Endgame obviously is coming out soon, ramping up, and there's more and more previews for it coming out. Uh, the nerd side of me, I, I was, I'm curious to get your thoughts and, and the chats and everyone in here right now. What do you think loosely will happen because we know some of the big stuff like i think it's a given most of the characters are coming back given we already know like a spider-man trailer is out there and nick fury and spider-man are both in it and they were both dusted so i'm going to assume and we've already confirmed from marvel that this is post snap so right we know things get put back in some way but um i don't know i went down a wormhole because i i know enough from the comics in the way that and Marvel hasn't stuck strictly to the comics. So I don't know, ex, you know, nobody knows exactly what's going to happen, but there are some ways it could go down that I could, it'd be very interesting. And I think the trailer actually revealed what I thought was going to happen will happen. Yeah. At least part of it. Yeah. Um, see, and I, I come in still like, you know, I've said in the past, I come in so fresh because everything I know about uh, Marvel is strictly from the movies and from the MCU 
specifically. Um, so I, I kind of just go off. I mean, a little bit, obviously you and I, I chat about it and then, um, I kind of look at, you know, just again, what I think and the, go- the knowledge that I've gained, um, I, I like that they're not showing a lot so far. And I'm in the boat that you've kind of, you've said to me in the past where you don't like to watch, you know, a lot of the insight and a lot of the trailers because you don't, you just, you don't want to see too much. And trailers nowadays are showing the entire movie. I mean, yeah. many trailers are showing everything. Um, they've done a really great job with Endgame on not showing everything. I think they did a great job with Infinity War. Uh, even watching, you know, the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer, you're like, okay, I've seen a lot of this now. Like, you, you know, yeah. I mean, you're, just, you're starting to see more and more. So I like that they haven't done that. Uh, it's tough for me because I'm excited about it. I want to see the movie. I want to see any insight. Um, but I also want to be knowledgeable about it for, you know, the podcast and whatever. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what I think my final theory is. Uh, I think, well, you'll be happy to travel. know. Yeah. The Russo brothers did say they only, so the marketing team that for those that don't know movies, basically the trailers are made by like a marketing company or a marketing team. So it's not usually the people that are working on the film also making the trailer. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of times why trailers and movies become disjointed. Oh yeah. Cause they're just, there's no, sometimes there's no cohesiveness there, but uh, the Russo brothers did say that they only gave the marketing team eight minutes of movie footage to make oh, the trailer. That's awesome. Out of what we know could be longer than a three hour movie. Right. Exactly. So yeah. whatever there's, and the Russo brothers have been really good about what they show in trailers. A lot of times I think they're trying to like trick you Oh yeah. or yeah, at least get you more to with Hulk in Wakanda. Right. And, at least get you to think down a certain path and then they're going to pull you the other way. Yeah. Uh, so that's something to keep in mind now. So what got me down this, I'm like, I, I admit, I don't like to know the trailer. I don't want to see the trailer tell me what's going to happen, but I do like theorizing about possibilities of what could happen. Oh, that sure. to me is fun to do in this. Yep. Um, and, and given in that trailer, well, for two things, we piece it at piece together at the end of Ant-Man when he's stuck in the quantum realm. Mm-hmm. Um, that lends me immediately. I was like, well, there's going to be time travel because then even Michelle Pfeiffer was like, oh yeah, don't go in that time travel area in there. So it's like almost a duh. Yeah. But what's, what's interesting to me is piecing it together from the trailers, those white suits they're wearing. A lot of people have been like, oh, they might be going to space or whatever. I think those are suits they have to wear to get into the quantum realm. Yeah. They have very much PIM tech kind of associated with them. Um. And we also know from set photos that they are redoing, like basically the Battle of New York and some other time periods where they're they're all in there. And like Tony Stark, it looks like a, a shield agent, like undercover. So it, it leads me to believe there will be time travel. I think yeah. there will be heavy time travel. Now, it may be an interesting thing where it's not as much time travel like Back to the Future, but it's Marvel can get into these like alternate timelines or alternate dimensions. Yeah, where you're like basically running along, like the same story progresses, but there's different timelines you could hop in between. Um, that could be something, but I think what they may initially, what they what may end up going on, is as I saw a theory on this, and then it made me think: is each main Avenger has had sort of a story with each Infinity Stone, if you think about it, right? So Captain America with the Tesseract. 
Thor with um now I can't remember what it's called. The the red stuff. Um anyways, it was in Thor Dark World. I forget the ether. It's called the ether stuff or whatever that stuff was. Um I'm trying to think of the other ones now off the top of my head. Um, obviously, Doctor Strange with Time Stone. So each each one of them, a lot of them have had their very own stories with them. Yeah. Yep. So I think, first off, Kayla asked how will they hop. They'll hop through the quantum realm. So this is how, like when they're showing Tony alive in the trailer, and this is the reason I think Strange gave up the Time Stone to save Tony, because whatever the world, whatever the vision he saw were one of one time that they won tony had to be alive yeah yeah and, that, and so, that's yeah that's what i thought from infinity war was right that's the whole and reason we he know gave it up yeah and since you know, hank pym was dusted the only other person in the marvel universe that could possibly figure out a way to get to the quantum realm would be tony yeah that makes sense and if you look at the trailer a lot of time has passed a yeah. lot of time because uh uh Black Widow's hair is long and red again. It was short and blonde during Battle of Wakanda. Yep. Um, I, I think there's going to be a considerable amount of time after the snap, possibly because they're going to time travel anyway, so they don't care to say it's been four years. Right. You know, whatever that time frame yeah. is, it, it could be a while. Um. So I think part – I wouldn't be surprised if part of the movie is – it's, it's like a twofold. I don't think, and I think that's why it's going to be so long. It's like, I could see part of it being they're going to go back in time and alter events just enough. You know, potentially they could alter them to the point where they beat Thanos long ago, mm-hmm. or they alter them just enough where I think what will happen is the Battle of Wakanda takes place again. Yeah. But this time Thor goes for the head. Yeah. Yeah. That That's kind of what I thought. And I thought, uh, you know, was the original trailer with hulk in wakanda just throwing us off for infinity war or was it a foreshadow to what's going to happen in endgame and yeah yeah those types things and i I do think a lot of with the length of the movie that the beginning of it i do think like you said there's going to be a time period it's because it's about grieving it's about you know you see um, a lot yeah yeah you see uh scott lang you know ant-man he's staring at a, a a phone pole with people's missing pictures on it like right. so there's been, again there's been time where people are realizing hey I don't know who was dusted I don't know who survived I don't know who didn't we're we're putting out you know thanks there's a support group you know literally it's like the support group for people that have disappeared and and for family members that stuck around the other 50%. So I do think there's going to be a large portion that will start off that way um that's kind of like the grieving period and the where do we go next and yeah. where the re- most of the world of course is just like well we just move on and you know they're the Avengers think, are not us. We're not yeah, moving on. I think on, they'll probably want to move on and eventually go after Thanos, but I think until Scott will show up and say, hey, here's a possibility. available because yep. they wouldn't be able to time travel yeah. the, the way it's set up. But the other thing, too, I could see happening, and I think this may be why it's tight-lipped. I, it, there is a possibility that Thanos will not be the main villain of this movie. Okay. Uh, there's a comic that did this, but basically you you run the the chance, and it would be very unique storytelling where Thanos post snap realizes, oh, I've made a huge mistake. He pulls a Joe Bluth and he says, okay. I've made a huge mistake. So then you would have Thanos working with the Avengers to undo what he did, or maybe they undo what happened, 
but there's another threat that takes place after the fact because there is like they've mentioned uh at the end of or was it before i think it was after the first avengers in that cut scene with thanos and he says they court death and thanos kind of smiled yeah death is a character in the comics a very powerful one like more powerful than thanos yeah I, they're gonna go more cosmic. They could go the realm where there's there's other people more powerful than him that could come into play that they would then Thanos and the Avengers would team up together to defeat because they would have a shared like purpose to do it. Sure. Yeah. I there's so like when I really think the other thing too, they could time travel and make sure Titan never basically goes bad and then and then Thanos is never yeah, in he never, the, really like, he never gets in the, way the that idea he does, to yeah. do it and he's yeah. just like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Like if if Titan never falls like the way it did, then Thanos doesn't do anything that he needs to do. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, but but also, I like that there's so many of these theories like I know. Nothing seems set in stone. Set in No, and they've been so tight lipped. The other thing too, I could totally see is I won't be surprised if Cap is Steve Rogers, at least at this point, his storyline is done to a right. degree. Right. But I think what may end up happening, he may not die. They may just drop him off in like nineteen whatever the date was forty something whatever after the war and he gets to finally like dance with Peggy and he gets dropped off. I will shed man tears if that happens because that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, and the thing, her voice is in the trailer. I and know you can hear you can hear her saying sometimes you have to start over. Yeah, and so there's st- and he's looking at a locket with her. I think they're subtly telling us she's still involved in this and they're and he they're, can they're go just, back. Yeah. But the thing is, if they do that, and it's in the same, like, if you've got these multiple timelines at the same timeline, hmm. butterfly effect. So oh, what's that course. do to the future? Of course. You start talking. And so there's oh, there's so much stuff. I I, it, th- this stuff is fun to me to theorize, because I know in the comics there's so many different ways it could go. Um, but, yeah, I, I almost am at the point where I see the big reveal being that Thanos is not the, I don't know, if main or the only villain that they have to fight. Yeah. That could be. That'll be interesting. Jamie says she wants to see Peggy. I do too. Yeah. But Jamie knows I have a kind of a crush on Peggy. I mean, but I think Jamie looks like Peggy a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, I, I'm okay there. <laughs> right? Right, honey? Right. Anyways. I'm waiting for that stuffed animal to come be thrown <laughs> at your head through the door. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Yeah, so I don't know. All those, and the, the other theory was that, about, that I did happen to see was that every Avenger... Or not every, but certain ones had associated with time stone. So say they go back, they undo the dusting some, or they do something, and they each try and go after the a certain stone each. But that one, I don't. To me, doesn't seem as well because you know Doctor Strange was dusted and yeah. some other ones that are associated with it. But yeah, I, I I'll be super interested. It's one of those that I've heard there's rumors of them doing like intermissions because it's gonna be so long. Oh no, I'm okay with that. I, I I wouldn't be mad about it. I'll I'll but, watch all three plus hours, whatever. Yeah, which another thing when we're at Disney or we're at Disney, you're gonna be gone, but that's when it comes right. out. I'm oh, trying I know. to figure out a way maybe Jeremy and I can watch it together, and then we can like live stream our reaction afterwards. Or probably just be us just being like, I, 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 don't, <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> be me. So that's that's me a, me crying maybe. during a, a cap a cap Peggy dance. <laughs> That would be fun. That would be, yeah, because that's, yeah, that would be, uh, that'd be, that'd be emotional. I will say I am not heartless because I, I do show emotion at certain things. 
Yeah. And one that gets me are the the soldiers. They come and see their kids. Oh, surprise their kids. Totally. That yes. will get that actually will get me. Yes. There was one I saw today where the the kid was like blindfolded, like doing sparring, like for jujitsu or something. I think. And they swapped out the instructor with the dad nice. real quick. And so yeah. he's sparring with his kid, and he starts, like, saying his name. And you see the kid pause and, like, didn't know. And he kept going. And then he finally, like, pulls his mask off and just, like, starts bawling. I'm like, I'm That's not awesome. crying. Monsters. Crying. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's, those are good, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but. All right, well, yeah, that's my little. That's my Marvel theory. I'm going to put it on record. I like it. I don't know if it'll happen, but I won't be. I will. I, I just want to put it on record. I won't be surprised if Thanos is not the only villain at the very least. Okay. And then again, he could be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> probably. I mean, the thing other. is, he could very well just be the only villain, and the whole yeah. thing is just undoing everything. <laughs> I don't know. Don't know. That's but, fair. All right. Well, let's get into our keep it, fix it, or burn it alternate scenario. I guess we'll call this. I don't know what we're going to end up calling this. Brand it something. It's the quantum realm Our quantum scenario. <laughs> Our quantum realm. Yeah, yeah. there we go. <laughs> um, all right. So we have the Magic Kingdom Mountain. So we have Space Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain, and Splash Mountain. Yep. So start with Jeremy. What are you What are you keeping? Uh, I am keeping Splash Mountain. As is, no changes whatsoever. Because I think it's a perfect ride. I think it's one of the most perfect rides in all of Disney World. Um, it's yeah, I mean, it's just. I mean, I've said it before. It's a, it's a, it's a dark ride. It's a thrilling ride. It's a relaxing ride. It's indoors, outdoors. It's long. It's got water. It's got a drop. It's got a little roller coaster part to it where it comes out of the water. It just to me, it's literally one of the most perfect rides in all of Disney. Um, and recently has overtaken Jungle Cruise is probably my favorite ride at Magic Kingdom. So for me, that one's actually really, really easy, I think, just to keep it as it is. It's not a bad, uh, it's not a bad choice. For me to keep it, I'm torn. Well, yeah, I'm torn between Big Thunder and Splash. I was as well. I feel like I keep Big Thunder as it is because I it's one of my favorite rides. Yeah. There, there are some aspects to it. That I wish it had that like Disneyland has with yep. some of the animation of like the the fuse being lit and all that stuff. So some of the smaller ancillary things I wish were and I think they will in all actuality, I think will happen for like the fiftieth, but yeah. I wish were part of it. But it's not enough for me to say I want to use like if I'm using my fix it card, like if I have a card here and I'm saying fix it, I'm not using my fix it card on those small of things. Okay. So the ride as itself, I'm totally, totally fine with. Okay. Because I have, I also love Splash Mountain, but I have an idea for Splash Mountain. All right. We now we should have made cards. That would have been so cool for video. We should have actually had like, maybe we'll do it for next. We should have little cards we hold up. I can have Jamie make me sum up real quick and throw them at me. Make it happen. Get a post-it note and a sharpie. (laughs) Um, Okay. So all right. So then you're okay. So your keep it then is is Big Thunder, as yep. it is. Okay. So, so we want to fix. Okay. It. So we want to fix it. I'm gonna I'm gonna fix Big Thunder actually for the exact reasons you said. Where I don't think it's uh, 100% necessary, but when it's put into this grouping, I just I, I would put some fixes to it. I would I would include those things from Disneyland. Um, I want the ride photo. You know, give me a ride photo back. Like. 
That's a good point. That would be good. And, and, and yeah, but same again, thing that's with such the Disneyland a small ideas. thing to me. It is. Yeah, it's, it's a, very it's small. It's a smaller ancillary thing that I feel like you should just be able to nudge Disney and be like, hey, just do that. Like, if they could get that stuff done in, like, a weekend, if I'm being honest. Like, yeah. <laughs> they, would, they could just get a crew in there overnight for, like, a month and get this stuff done to me. Yeah. No, totally. Um, I, I, yeah, for, I, I just, I personally wouldn't touch Splash in anything. Like, I literally just wouldn't touch anything. Um, I, we talk a lot, you know, about, about the classics and about Disney not being a museum and all, but I'm okay with Splash never changing, even though it is kind of a call back to, I mean, it wasn't open day one or anything, you know, but it still to me is classic, classic Disney. So I just, you know, the animatronics you could say could use updates, but I kind of don't want them to. I just, I like it the way it is. And while Big Thunder is absolutely incredible, those minor changes to me wouldn't take away from the original, I guess, classicness that it has, but um, it would just make it, it would just take it a one step further than it is. And it's a great ride. I mean, you don't have to touch either, and I'd be fine. That whole section, you cannot touch, and I'd be fine. But if I got to pick right. and choose, I think that just that's how I would go with it. So what's your so what's your if you're fixing Splash? Then what's your your idea? You're not going to turn it See, into a tangled f- ride, are you? No, not well, not <laughs> that location. Would not. <laughs> I know. Um, we'll, we'll get to that later. My <laughs> yeah, my fix. See, to me, it's not big. Again, I I love Splash Mountain. But also knowing, you know, it's got a, it's based off of a movie that is now basically like Disney wants to act like didn't happen. Oh, of course. Um, and so you've got that side of it. I think, it, honestly, I think eventually this ride succumbs to a outrage mob yeah. anyways, if yeah. I'm being honest, at some point. Almost surprised that hasn't happened yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if it does. So maybe just get out in front of that and basically be like, okay, whatever keep everything about the ride the same but just theme it all differently so all the aspects stay the same like you're saying the dark ride the, the track all of it stays the same you just retheme it um in that area you know i don't, I don't even know what to theme it as it's just something updating it you know it probably have to be ip based the way disney rolls now yeah um you know, I'm trying to think of what an IP that would fit there, but it fit it with do it with something and update it with animatronics, like update it with, you know, you could do some of the stuff they've done on, uh, like Seven Dwarfs Mine Train with some of those, um, in like even the Frozen Ride of those animatronics, maybe in that spirit. Uh, I feel like you just update it, it would become a, you know, a bigger, people would want to do it more. We'll put yeah. it that way. Yeah. Like it would be more of a, of, of a demand for it. What you'd theme it as, I'm, I'm drawing a blank as to what to theme it as. I know. I'm trying to think even. Um, because you're limited of what you could put in that area. Right. Um, or, you know, maybe you just, maybe this is a time where Disney could basically like be inventive again because if they may not have any IPs that would line up with this and they just do it based off like wild bills from the, from the food thing and do a wild bills something ride. That's just like, you're going through something in that time period. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I mean, that makes sense, and I, uh, yeah, I don't know, it's, what I'll be interested to see, and I know we had some com- uh, conversation about this in the Facebook group was, you know, as Disney, the Disney Plus streaming service comes out and includes every movie Disney's ever made, stuff from the vault, it's not going to include Song of the South. No, they won't. And, and, and so, does some, all of a sudden, does that, you know, 
kind of open a wound again where people all of a sudden go, wait a second, you're not including it on there. So therefore you don't care about it. Um, or you're not, well, not that you don't care about it. You're embarrassed by it or it had all these political, you know, backlash, uh, recently. Why do you have a ride that is still technically modeled after it? So I could see where it comes from that point. Um, yeah, yeah that's an, that's an interesting one. Well, so suggestions, uh, Samantha says Princess and the Frog, Chris says Jungle Book, and Eric says Prince and the Frog. The only thing about Prince and the Frog, it doesn't fit in Frontierland. Right. I, I, yeah. Or neither I, does Jungle Book. Like, that, that's it's such a unique, specific time period in that area. Yeah. And maybe you just make an, ex- you could even make an extension, and I think, was it John? Somebody said combining all the rides. I don't know yeah. if you can combine them all all but you could take big thunder and splash and almost make it almost like a cohesive story yeah if it was like a um addition to big thunder right like something yeah. along those same lines like the runaway log ride or something yeah i don't right. know right i'm just i'm just saying fix it based on again i love the ride it's just i think inevitably it will be something different because disney would love nothing less to act like that song of the south never happened <laughs> right. so they have a ride in both parks that are reminding people of this yeah so i just feel like on their own that they will do it anyways yeah um, and, and again i would take a a princess and the frog ride i've said plenty of times before in a heartbeat uh that may come come up later for me actually um so yeah i i I've never i don't know seen the movie. it's a tough one you got to see it it's good it's really good i think I think it's such a great original, well, original style story based on take old place, legend. Doesn't it take place in Louisiana? Yes. I don't. It, hopefully here nobody's from Louisiana here. I don't like Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just don't. I've been multiple times, and I'm sure they're fine people, but I can't understand them. And I'm not a big fan of New Orleans itself. And so for me, I'm just like, I'm sure it's a fine state, but I just, I've never had a good experience in the state of Louisiana. Yeah, I've, I've never been. I like the idea of it, and I like um, Port Orleans, Riverside, and French Quarter. I don't have a, a, a desire to go to the actual French Quarter. Um, now, I think more of the Riverside style of, of New Orleans, I probably wouldn't mind, but I don't, I mean, I don't have a desire to go, but I do like the, yeah, I do like the, the thought of some of it, like without visiting the actual place. The um, thought of it is much better than the execution, in yeah. my opinion. <laughs> like, Jamie and I, both, we've been down there. We went on a cruise years ago when we first married. And uh, wasn't – yeah, it was just dirty. I found it – like, the, we had we went and got beignets in that real famous place where you get beignets. Yeah. Um, you know, it was okay. But, like, I literally saw in traffic, like, some lady – I don't even know what happened. She just starts kicking a car out of nowhere, and then somebody else came along. Like, it was almost like walking into – uh just like a strange hybrid of like what's supposed to be a historic fancy place with like redneckery going on yeah like, what is happening that's what it was like, like she, living in baltimore a little bit um i can imagine i remember i moved and i'm not uh, a big fan of big cities personally oh I, i'm not either especially after living in baltimore um <laughs> i i moved into the actual city of baltimore right near camden yards and uh i don't even know if it's raven stadium I don't know what it's named after now, if it's M&T Bank or whatever still, but... Um, I think it is, yeah. I was like two blocks away, but you know how every major city has a, a Martin Luther King uh, Boulevard? Yes. Um, I, I lived on the other side of it, which was oh. not the good side, which, again, it's always split. Like, one side is good, one side is bad. 
I'm like, right. this guy, all this guy did was try to bring people together, but his, his street or his highway in every major city has a good side and a bad side. And I lived on the bad side. And, um, remember the first time my parents came to visit me, uh, they were right around the corner and, and they were a little bit lost and they called and they were like, Hey, I'm not sure where we turn here. I said, well, where are you? And they're like, name the street name. But then they said, and there's also two guys, two homeless guys fighting. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're like two blocks away. Just take a right turn. You'll be here in one minute. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> and they like showed Rick. up they and just... they were like, how did you know exactly where we were? I'm like, oh, two homeless guys fighting. I knew exactly where you were. Um, so, yeah, that's. Uh, and that's yeah. when you go, I think it's time to move. Oh, yeah. Time? yeah. Yeah. It's time that, to move. <laughs> that came later. And luckily, I came. Uh, yeah, I came down to Florida and. uh no, no more big cities for me. So, um, yeah, I'm the same. I don't even like going to. Like, we used to go to Cardinals games all the time, like St. Louis. I, I don't enjoy going anywhere near like big cities anymore. Yeah, personally. Yeah, I like. Uh, so, so Brian actually brought up a, a really good idea with like Davy Crockett or Paul Bunyan. Um, That's a good idea. What about or what about? Let's see, Tom and and Huck, Finn. You know, we got Tom Sawyer Island, Huckleberry Finn. That if they move that poorly. over to that ride and then do something And then redo which, that. That's actually, yeah, yeah that that's would not actually, a bad idea. Yeah. I, I like the, yeah, I like that idea. That actually fit. Davy Crockett would fit great if you, I mean, and that's one, honestly, you could see, I know we're, you know, we're talking, well, it's going to be IP based and it's going to be a, a newer Disney IP. Dude, Disney could probably make an incredible Davy Crockett type movie nowadays. You know, oh, I mean, sure. br- bring that yeah. back. Like. I, I like that idea. Or, that would be pretty cool. Well, it wouldn't really fit. I was going to say you could put the National Treasure ride in there, but I don't yeah, think it would really fit. Yeah. Find be a way close. to fit that in anywhere. <laughs> I will fit it in anywhere I, know. I can. I know you will. <laughs> All right. So my what what is your – what's your burn it? Um, Space Mountain. I, I, I'm not saying it literally has to be demolished, but I wouldn't be sad about it. Um, it's, it's a very much fix it. I think it can, it can be fixed. It can be saved, especially with Tron going in. I mean, it can be an extension of Tron. You know, you update, I I don't know if it's the track or the, the coaster vehicle that makes it so rough. I'm, I'm kind of guessing maybe it's the vehicle, you know, I mean, how much is a track going to really bend or break that makes the ride that rough? Um, Well, they settle. And I think that's what yeah. I've heard makes coasters that, oh, rougher is they settle over totally. time and then yeah. Yeah. So I yeah, I'd be fine. Even if even if the the burn it was just the inside, you know, keep the shell of the building. Because it is iconic. I do think the outside is iconic. You know, and, and when you talk about icons within Walt Disney World, I feel like most uh well the other three parks kind of have one. You know, well, you have Spaceship Earth, you have Tree of Life. M- Chinese theater and Tower of Terror to me are both iconic in their icons. But at Magic Kingdom, you have so you have Big Thunder Mountain, you have Splash Mountain, you have the Castle, you have Space Mountain, you have I mean, heck, Astro Orbiter that you can see from a distance and from like the contemporary is iconic. Yeah. Um, so I don't necessarily want to lose the shell of the building, but take the whole inside out and start new and. Bring it up because honestly, if we're talking about fixing in general, and we've said this a million times, all of Tomorrowland for the most part, um, yeah, every single thing in Tomorrowland currently 
could be touched and I wouldn't be mad. Even the people mover, which I love, could still get a slightly updated, more modern or futuristic ride vehicle, but keep everything else the same. It just totally agree. Yeah. What? Um, I mean, would you you, would you burn it to the ground literally from top to bottom or do you think the same thing? I think a similar thing. Because it is kind of iconic, and it's been there for so long. I don't know if you want to get rid of a, I don't know if you call it a monument to it, but it, it's yeah. it's known, at, and there's a lot of stuff around it too. It's 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 a well known thing. But I think this is actually what what is interesting is with Tron going in, this does allow for Disney to do something with Space Mountain. Yeah, because you got to think once Tron goes in. All the ride times are going to go to Tron, and then Space Mountain is just kind of going to be seen as that other coaster. Yep. So if they ever were going to do something, it would be after Tron opens. But then if you redo it, and say so you do Space Mountain 2.0, and it's a, it's a great coaster, then you have two really good coasters side by side, and then you're talking about that's what Disney wants, is people wanting to do stuff and, and legit rides people want to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I would, I would choose to keep, even if short term they just gutted it and it just stayed there at least it's still there because i think it's something that people like but i think you could redo it like i think you could at least update it you know personally i just i don't like the completely in the dark aspect i feel like that is for what disney is able to do visually and and storytelling wise i kind of feel like it's a trick you did when it was built which was like the 70s yeah it was like we're just gonna put you in the dark and then you don't realize that you're in an erector set you know, we've got some stuff that we can see. Whereas I think like Disney could do a better job of telling a better story or giving you a better experience than just putting you in the dark. Yeah. So I, just make it better. Totally agree, especially what you're saying about the dark, because you're right. 30, 40, shoot, 40 years ago almost. You know what I mean? No, 40? Again, I'm not going to do math right now. I'll let Gary do that for me later. It opened yeah. in what, 73, I think. 73, 74. So. You're right. Then saying we built a roller coaster in the dark, people are like, "Whoa, what? Yeah. I don't know where I'm going. This is amazing. Yeah. This is groundbreaking." Now it's not. So, right. yeah, I think I think updating in, and I have a feeling when Guardians coaster comes, which is inside, in the dark, and we're gonna see technologies we haven't seen. It's gonna make Space Mountain look like a carnival ride. That. Somebody put a blindfold on you. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's it's just, it's going to be, it, it's going to put that ride to shame because dark doesn't matter anymore. So, right. yeah, I, I think what you're saying, I mean, gut the whole inside, put a new coaster, put something new in there, turn the lights on. There's a light switch somewhere. I've seen it. You know, so. Right, yeah. Right now, it would be scarier if you actually turn the lights on because it's terrifying well, with the lights on. Well, because you feel like you're going to hit your head on everything. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, right now they could almost fix it by going, uh, hey, hey, uh, Bill, you just turn that light switch on. I'm going to let people just ride through this way. And people be like, whoa, this is this is horrifying. It would actually add a novelty to it. Yeah, totally. It would be something different, like short term they could do. But yeah, I just think, well, first off, just get the ride sponsored by Excedrin. Yep best advertising they could ever do yeah like, wow, ice, icy I, hot for your back yeah you get have, shaquille yeah. o'neal to do like have the a introduction video just like, here's your icy hot <laughs> like if you got the ride just a, a, an animatronic of him icy hot for your back that's a good, that's a good shack head. impersonation well done yeah, just, if you have a low voice you can just do it 
not his isn't too hard. No. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think I think any of those like and we've said many times about Tomorrowland. It's just it's a it's a land without a theme currently, but Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Samantha agrees. She said space it broke down once when lights were on, hundred times more terrifying with lights on. It it's is probably yeah. And again, it's it's just one of those things. Like if they if you came out with Space Mountain today as a brand new ride, this is why I like what's interesting when I look at a lot of Disney stuff mm-hmm. is if you like twenty nineteen, here's Space Mountain, you're like, Oh, what's Space Mountain? Like, this is dumb. I'm in the <laughs> dark the whole time. What the crap? Like I've ridden Flight of Passage. Like I'm about to go ride on the Millennium Falcon and I'm about to go deal with the, the resistance and I'm gonna go through this whole thing that the building is the size of like a, a city. I'm just in the dark. Yeah. This is garbage, Disney. But the fact that the nostalgia kicks in and Disney, and I, I realize you can't have every single ride updated to 2019 standards. Of course, of course. But it's the same thing with like one we will talk about. We'll just be a good segue of like a small world. It's like, yeah, you're just supposed to like this ride, I feel. But OK, yeah. let's take this to our next one. So the next one we have here from from the group here is our next keep it, fix it or burn it. We have Country Bear Jamboree. Small World or Primeval World. So, Jeremy, what are you going to keep? So, this decision is based on what I have to make decisions on the other two, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, I can't... Right. I I can't fix or burn all three. Um, I... Uh, I've said it before for the nostalgia, for the fact that my dad's nickname for my entire life was Big Al. I will keep Country Bear as it is um, because I have better ideas, I think, for the other two. I, I, you know, again, you can get into some Disney classics and I'm okay if they don't change. I would love to see an update of Country Bear. I'm okay keeping it Country Bear. It just the technology is is far beyond. Like you've said before. If you open Country Bear today, aside from the fact that it includes bears, um, if you open it today with with better, at least animatronic, and not the ones from the Country Bear movie, the, those puppets were, were horrifying. Um, if you were able to update this and bring it out today, it could be possibly better. If you open it today the way it is, people would be like, why did I just pay $120 to get into Magic Kingdom? You have... Right animatronic bears and moose heads on the wall where I can hear their, you know, their eyelids clicking. Um, I like it. I I like the nostalgia. I like the fact that it has, it has a lot of memory for me. Um, my dad still has, and he'll like every once in a while, he'll just send it to me. He doesn't even drink out of it. He's got a big owl, like, like beer mug. He didn't even drink beer. He doesn't drink at all. It hasn't in 30 years, I think. Like, he'll just send me a picture every once in a while and be like, hey, I was just up in the closet and this was on a shelf and I saw it and I'll send it to you. And I'm like, that's cool. Like, so I, I yeah. do love the nostalgia. Um, I love this more, the fact that you hate it, to be honest. I didn't love this as much <laughs> before I met you. Um, your disdain and, and hatred for this attraction makes me like it actually that much more. If, if And I feel like that's what all good friends would do. Well, it makes a good it makes a good dynamic. Yes. Um, yes. My answer is going to surprise you because here's my okay. thing on bears. I am nothing if not a fair and open minded man. I understand yeah. that there are people that have succumbed to the bear propaganda and they believe them <clears> to be these wonderful creatures that are just there to to sing at you. And there's teddy bears and there's you know this is all uh, years and years of brainwashing. Um, so I don't want to then 
as just if I'm if I'm just deemed ruler of Disney World or whatever Frontierland, and I just say I'm getting rid of it. There would be nothing more I would love than to watch those animatronic monsters be demolished and I get their heads to put on a wall and then I can forever just have people walk in and I go, yeah, killed those freaking things. Yeah, that would but, be cool. Very cool. And every once in a while they still blink and they <laughs> yeah. just, they oh, just yeah, okay. like make sure that creepy. really creepy. <laughs> but I recognize that people love it and if I take it away, then I... I I can deal with a backlash. So I would much rather educate the public on the dangers of them to where they, on their own, a groundswell happens where they're like, we want to get rid of it. Okay, then I can just basically be like, well, it's what the people want, so then you do it. So given that, I'm going to say, and what I can do with the other ones, keep Country Bear for that reason. Okay. Wow. I still hate it. It's, I'm pretty sure the devil has a, has an office in there, but at least it gives me a place to point to and say that place is bad. But it, it but it does have. I will I will say this much: the bear interaction with people in there is probably the best you'll find with characters. Outstanding. And the stuff that yeah. they do, like again, I'm a very fair man. They're they're fun. They run around like that. Part is actually really cool. It's still something that draws people in that you can't say necessarily maybe for the other ones as much so if i'm actually looking at this objectively and not just as someone who hates bears but i do but if i'm looking at it and saying but if i had to choose choose between these three things the country bear still has a has a following it still gets people in there the other two not so much wow i am wow I um I'm gonna. I also like to play contrarian and do things differently, and people expect me to do something. Of course, of course. Yeah, I'm gonna petition to get a plaque put outside a country bear that says Jared Lee approves this attraction. I'm gonna do everything in my power. No, 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 no. I know you don't, but I'm gonna go ahead and twist this on my own. What you put? He's gonna have a picture of you with your thumbs up. Jared recognizes the true nature and threat of bears, but he also is if I'm in charge of things, I'm ruling by the will of the people and I will work to change their minds through truth. Okay. Look, That's they're a char- wordy they're charging, they're charging per word for this plaque and I'm not made of money. So I'm going to have well, to, I'm going to have to cut that down a little bit. I feel bit, like I can, bit. we can work on the exact word. Okay. All right. You know, maybe That's I get fair. like a, remember what they did with uh, Hollywood studios with Christmas. They had like the little TVs on the side, like yeah. playing like the, the thing. Yeah. So I just get a TV on the side or the screen and it just, plays the dangers of bears outside it so i can have something to offset the the propaganda in which they i mean as the president of tomorrowland you do have some pull in the magic kingdom so i don't know if i can get it over there into frontierland i don't know depends who's who's the the president president of frontierland i was gonna say i am now i'll take over frontierland (laughs) it would be really funny by the way if it was like a game of thrones type show based (laughs) off presidents of each land that would be good just imagine like i imagine the president of Fantasyland is just like some wizard guy. Yeah. He's just like he's always he's never on topic because he's always thinking about imagination stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. President of Frontierland, Adventureland would be interesting. Um, get tomo- get see, Tomorrowland. Hat. Yeah, Tomorrowland's got like. Well, I would say Tomorrowland has the advantage of knowing the future, but Tomorrowland is nothing about the future. <laughs> So I feel like Tomorrowland is just stuck in like 1985. Like they don't, they're not getting anything done. They still have flip phone over Tomorrowland. 
Yeah. Yeah. They're the guy that goes like, no, man, bet on them. And then they lose everything. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't like I thought it was going to do good. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, I'm going to put in my, uh, yeah, I'm going to put in for president of, uh, I think Frontierland. That's fair. I could, I could handle that. I could do some, do one. some damage with that place. Yeah. All right. So we're going to move right, on to fix? fix it. Um, I'm going to fix small world. I know, I think I know your answer. You might know mine. Um, underrated movie it's never going to make it into fantasy land but it does fit and i do love what i think your idea is i love princess and the frog i think that a uh, small world would, would be very very good for a princess and the frog attraction um throw history away throw classic away uh i think walt would have wanted this i'm putting it down <laughs> i'm gonna get hate mail for that one um that's Probably. all everybody can what would walt have wanted no idea, because it's been decades. So nobody he probably knows what would, he would look at it and say, "Why haven't you changed this yet?" Yeah, seriously, he's like, "This was from the 1964 World Fair." He would uh, probably go, "You can do what? Yeah. Those are amazing. <laughs> Why is that still there?" You're telling me there's people riding banshee <laughs> dragons over in this other park that I'm not even aware of, and right. you're still going what's through this your, tiny what's boat. What's in your What's in your pocket? <laughs> oh. Yeah, this thing. Yeah, it actually has more computing power than the uh, whole spaceship that went to the moon. Exactly. In your pocket? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you use it for? Uh, Just games and stuff. Oh, oh, you don't. Okay. Anything you want to know, it's at your fingertips? Uh, Yeah, yeah. And you just look over and go, why is that thing still there? Well, the tradition. He's like, burn it down. I don't want it. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. No, I I mean, that's my thing. I mean, go, go for it. I, I I know I think I know your idea, and, and I lo- I love your it. idea, and that's why I wanted to to go different and stick with mine because I do really yeah. really love your idea, and I think it's so fitting. Either one would work better than what's there. So earlier episode of this, I don't even know which one. It was an early episode of yeah. these dudes. We did one, and my idea for Small World is get rid of it. And first off, the nostalgia part—it's not even the original Small World. No, like I get Disneyland's, but Disney World is like a. F- it's like a, a a copy of the original. Yeah. So to me, it's just you're not doing. You know, it's like yeah. you still have the original at Disneyland. So get rid of this, and we turn this into a a a, a Rapunzel ride of Tangled, basically. Yeah. And it, the whole thing is the main scene and the whole ride that's amazing. You come under that bend, and you could do it in here. I think it's big enough. Is you've got the the scene with the lanterns and Flynn, and you can you can use all sort of projection technology like i think you can make that scene come to life and it would be you would just be like whoa like yeah. the music it's almost like a dark ride on a boat and the end scene it like just blows you away with projection technology like I'm, i i know with the projection stuff they can do now that they could do it where it would look amazing yeah and the whole thing's just taking you through the story of of tangled yeah. Like slowly, like you could be on the boat and like watching Flynn jump from like rooftop in the beginning and then you go by the tower and then you see all this. Like you could, it would be such a cool ride, uh, much better than Small World. Completely. I mean, even I'm thinking down to the ride vehicles alone with yeah. those boats would be awesome. And yeah, I mean, I just, Small World no longer fits in Fantasyland. It doesn't fit. No. Fantasyland is... A lot of princesses and, and, and Peter Pan and, you know, and, well, we still have princes. Yeah, we have other, well, we have princes. And we've got the, the carousel and, and we have some of the dining and all. But it is about Disney-based fantasy 
IPs. And Small World just doesn't even fit. It'd be one thing if you hadn't put in the, the Tangled Bathroom. And maybe there was almost a separation like, hey, we're, we're, we've gone past Pinocchio Hoose. And uh, <laughs> Peter Pan's on the left. And okay, now we kind of have a little bit of a, a transition between Fantasyland down to Liberty Square. But you don't because you immediately are hit with the amazing Tangled Bathrooms. So it is just completely out of place. It has nothing to do with fantasy. Um, I'm, I'm all for the history. I'm all for what it originally was. It just doesn't fit. And it's a terrible, terrible ride now. Yeah. And God for God forbid if you ever get stuck on that thing. Yeah. You will you will come out a lesser human. You will you will lose a part of your soul on that ride and you will just you'll have PTSD. It'll be bad. Totally. Yeah. I'm I'm I mean I really do. I I think I think any <coughs> any idea, excuse me, um is 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 better. <laughs> I mean, I'm Yeah. I mean, I again, I would even take a Moana ride in there because that is all around the sea and water. If we're sticking with boats, you could put a Moana ride in there. Now, I think a Moana ride would need a little bit more thrill in the sense of uh, Frozen Ever After, where you do have a couple of those drops in the forward, backwards. Like, I think Moana needs a little bit more of a thrilling type thing. Um, yeah, but it's still more it about would the fit. adventure. Yeah, exactly. And, and Tangled is more of a. I mean, there's adventure, but it's definitely more of just a. It's a, more of a romance. It's a ro- yeah, it's a romantic like a romance story. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, but but any of those would work. I mean, any any fantasy princess or prince driven, I think IP would work better. Um, but Tangled works best, probably. It probably really does. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you have such an iconic scene around the boats and the and the floating lanterns. That's, that's exactly you know? what I, I think you build it with that in mind first, and then everything else second. Like you yeah, just say, just I want this. It. However much room we need to make this scene come to life, we yeah. use. And then if they're like, okay, we only have X amount left after that, you go. That's fine. Yeah, we'll work around that. But we want this scene to like wow you. Yeah, and like if we, if we have Navi River as a ride, right? I take that. Put it over here. Just add a couple more show scenes to it. And you're taking, yeah. you know, no offense to Pandora, but I believe Tangled is more of a beloved Disney. Well, now they're both Disney, but a more of a beloved Disney film than Avatar. Oh, of course. And people would be like, oh, that ride's amazing. But yeah. Navi River being where it is in conjunction with a brand new land are like, this This is, if you ride Flight of Passage and then that, you're just going to be like, what? Yeah. Yeah. So Well, and I'll be interested because... When you watch, all right, we maybe have a back-to-back movie night when y'all are here in April of Princess and the Frog and National Treasure. I, I'm not saying you're going to love Princess and the Frog the way that I do. I'm not saying you're going to think that it would fit in here better than Tangled, but I'll be interested for you to see it so I think you see my vision a little more because a large, large portion of this movie takes place in and on the water of Princess and the right, Frog. Okay. There, there's a very important section like the second act basically is based around water now it's swamp and it's kind of you know in the swamps of new orleans but a lot of it is based very much around water which is why i think it fits so well and there are some awesome characters that i'm again i'm not saying you're going to go oh yeah princess and the frog that should go in small world but i think you'll understand a little bit more what my vision is around it based on the characters in the water portion so um we might have to make that happen I have proven if I'm nothing but a fair man. So I like I, it. All I, right. We're we're going to burn it, and this is no surprise. You don't even have to to 
construct anything in its place. Take Primeval World down to the ground. You want to hang a bear on your head? Give me any part of that ride and I'll hang it on my wall. It could be a one-foot piece of coaster track. And I will just mount it on my wall with a date that it was torn to the ground because this is the most horrific ride in all of Disney World. <laughs> if I've not it's definitely the ride it. that <laughs> I've always said. If if you're first, like if you first got to Disney World, like first right off, you know, yeah. you ride off the plane, you go, let's go to Animal Kingdom. You're like, yeah, let's go to Dino Land. Like, yeah. And then you go to Prime World. Like, why is this here? <laughs> yeah. Really like. This makes no sense of, of all the things you see about Disney World. If you if your first interaction with Primeval World, you would just be like, "I ha- I rode this at my carnival last week. Like this is not yeah this is not great." Uh, yeah, yeah on, and if we could get the the cast member that tried to humiliate us by giving us nonsensical directions on our <laughs> ride, that would be great too. I don't know who you are, lady, but take you're your coming down off. with it. What? Yeah, take, take your hat off. Hat? Put it in your hand, but you can't. You can hold your camera in your hand, but not your hat, huh? Yeah. How does that make any sense? Confused. <laughs> the camera could actually cause harm to people. The hat would just right. lightly float out of the ground and be, be like, oh, there's a hat there. Whereas the camera could, you know, wipe out somebody. But anyway, I, I yeah. digress. But yeah, I think we're in full agreement here. Uh, take this thing down. And while we're at it, if we've got the bulldozer over here taking down Primeval World, let's just go ahead and just accidentally take down all of Dino Land. Let's just go ahead and, I'm okay with you that. know. If if I was in charge of something and I was told like Bob Iger, he comes over to construction, he goes, "All right, we're taking down uh, Primeval World." I'm like, yep, goes, all right, well, uh, that'll give Dino Land a really good upkeep. Go, yep, yep, okay, see you, Bob. And as soon as Bob walks out of frame, <laughs> I go, "Tear it all down." And they go, "Oops," but he said not to. I go, "Industrial accident. I don't care how you do it. Let's just make it something happen." And he comes back and he goes, "What happened?" You go, "I don't know. I left for lunch and it was it's well, it's already down. We might as well just." Think of something else. Yeah. It's better to ask for uh, forgiveness than permission. Yeah. And, and you know Bob what? Bob seems like a forgiven dude. Just saying. Well, in this scenario, let's say that I get blamed and I get fired. I'll take it for the team to get a better land. That's fair. I like that. Unless um, they decide to rebuild it all and then it's just going to be like, well, that was right. that was not <laughs> worth it. <laughs> as long as we get to keep dinosaur nipples, I'm cool. Keep those, Maybe keep those around. Have, you can have that at your house. You can just take it home as a souvenir. I'd put those six lights in my my ceiling. I need some recessed lighting in my living room. We don't have any. We just have a fan light. It's kind of can get dark there at night, so I'd take those. They just have to be yeah. lined up the same and have that little dinosaur want... stomach protruding. Yeah, you got to have the stomach in there and everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You'll be like, "What is that from?" You like that would be don't worry awesome. About it. Yeah. yeah. Now, I I think that one's easy. I, you know, I don't I don't I don't get it. I don't get it at all. The 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 theming around it. I mean, I, I do appreciate they tried to slap a little bit of theming on it, but it does not make up for how horrible that ride is and how much it pains me and physically hurts me. This isn't even a Space Mountain. Like, I can go ahead and come off Space Mountain and go, look, that was kind of rough, but but I get it. Like, I, I, I think the little bit of pain sometimes is is worth the payoff. Because it's a classic Disney uh, attraction, it is a it can be a thrilling coaster. There's nothing to me good about Primeval World. It is just bad, um, and the theming the theming is like, yeah, we go to the kids' uh, fair. They do like a a fair up at their elementary school every October, and there's a bunch of you know it's like teachers and parents and all, and they take big giant cutouts 
of of plywood and they paint them. Yeah. That's what this is. This is cut out pieces of plywood that somebody has painted in their garage and put a ride together. Like, I mean, you could I've build seen, this in your backyard. I'm pretty I've sure you can pop order up, it on Amazon. Yeah, I've seen pop up carnivals, <laughs> yeah. like pop up in the parking lot of a mall happen that have that this have ride rides. in there. Totally. Yep. It's the exact same thing. Yeah. And that's what it is. It's standard mouse coaster off the shelf. Couple little things and 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 it just uh, and if you do go back and I will I, I'm fine with this part if you go back and you really read or you research about what what Joe Rody envisioned for this land like I get it and I love that they tried to build a story around this I just don't think it comes out unless you have that knowledge unless you go research what the story is and how what Hester and and Lester and Uncle Fester and whoever the heck is there however how they got there. I don't think the land tells that story. You have to know it ahead of time. And and when you do, you can go, okay, now it makes a little more sense. But it just doesn't convey that at all in Dino Land to me. There, there's yeah. just nothing that screams this belongs. And, I mean, heck, to me, it would actually go better over in Magic Kingdom. Over, mm. over you know, near the back. I mean, I'm not saying it should go anywhere, but I'm saying if you had to pick it up, I understand there's dinosaurs and animals around it, but to me, it's just more of a, like, it, it's a kiddie land. It's a, you know, it, it goes alongside uh, Barnstormer and Dumbo and, and you know, the whole storybook land over in Magic Kingdom, which I you could, could also do over, away with. Yeah, you could put it over there and make a little bit more sense. It's just like an I mean, extension of that. Yeah. Yeah, if we're, if we're picking up and moving it, let's just accidentally dump it into the lake and be like, yeah. oops. Right in Seven Seas Lagoon. Yeah. I, I don't know That's what happened, fair. Bob. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, yeah we're, I, we're on a strict agreement on all those. I like that. Yeah. See, and I, I knew people believe. would would assume I would say get rid of Country Bear and the yeah. way to do it. But your I mean your reasoning your reasoning makes sense. And it's totally different cuz we have to pick one of each. You know, yeah. again, you we we've done we've done episodes on uh what Country Bear and Small World in the past. Um there's no need to do a, a primeval world episode because it would be like burn it. Yeah, and that's all really we've nothing. got. There's no redeeming <laughs> yeah, value to it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of things you shouldn't burn, or they, they come out hot though, is our awesome sponsor, Expedition Roasters. Jeremy knows about this, so uh, they are our coffee sponsor of the Capture Magic Network, and they're they're a really cool small business, and they make pop culture flavored coffees. Uh, and each bag, the really cool thing about it, each bag is designed by a different artist, so each bag is completely different, and the bags. I've actually kept a couple. They're actually really cool, even after oh, the yeah. coffee's gone. But the coffee itself is also fantastic. Plus, they also now do teas, which Jeremy tells me are very, very good. I don't drink tea myself, but Jeremy Delicious. and Rhonda say it's very, very good. Yeah, they're they're outstanding. We just ran out of uh, one of them. We have to order more. And uh, Rhonda now is drinking the coffees black, straight up, and she loves them. So what? you you could not get her near uh, uh cup of black coffee prior to having expedition roasters seriously and she has been loving them so um yeah you can even and that cuts out you know that cuts out all the extra junk because and even me like i used to drink coffee half creamer uh another like half of sugar and then i'd have like a splash of coffee and with this i'm barely putting anything in it because it's just it's delicious it does it does have good flavor and definitely i still drink a little cream or a little creamer because i always 
I have to. I can't drink it yeah. black. But I use much less than, than I used to, which is always good. So, yeah. Um, yeah, if you want to check those out, you can go to expeditionroasters.com and use the promo code CTM20. Get your 20% off. Uh, that's a one-time code. So if you're thinking about ordering some, you might order a little bit once. It is very good. So I don't think yeah. you're going to be disappointed in it. Uh, but, yeah, they've got tons of flavors. And, again, there's a small business that love Disney and, and theme parks. So they're good people. So go check them out. So. All right. Brian agreed. That was a good transition. I thought so. That was. The transition. Was, I just I pick them up. I know what happened. That's the way the segues um, go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. oh, well, that was, a, I, you know, this is, I like these episodes sometimes where they're like a mix of things because I got to talk yeah. to Marvel and then, yeah, the stuff we want to fix and get rid of and do better. So we, got to, we got to bring up country bears and, <sighs> and your disdain for them. Now, if only, only there was some sort of t-shirt available. That would state <laughs> oh, yeah. your disdain for for oh, bears in general. It's, it's almost um, like the, there's a task force that's been created that, to get rid of. You know, it. that would be something. Rumor has it, if you go to CaptureMagicPodcast.com, there are shirts available that if you're against bears and pickles and but you love Kenny G, mm. those shirts are available for purchase. I've heard. Yeah. Um, I heard Kenny himself bought three. That's what I he, heard. He did. Yeah. He You're wasn't going to buy the three pack. He was like, I want the three pack, but I don't want the anti-pickle or anti-bear shirt. I just want all three of myself. Because right. they come in multiple colors. Yeah. And he was like, I want one of each, and then I'm going to wear it uh, when I'm wearing my white pants with my flowing white jacket uh, in a plane. I feel like the wind happens, and he plays the saxophone so well that wind just happens. No, it's like, true. There's no, there's no fan blowing. It's just the wind coming in. From the saxophone, and there's really no explanation other than um, his saxophone has been blessed by the Lord. That's yeah. the only thing that makes any sense. Yeah, I mean that that's the way the G-Man plays. The G- it, it creates <laughs> creates its own. I started calling him. I started effects. calling him Kenneth, and Jamie was like, like "Are that. people going to know what you're talking about?" I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> Kenneth G. That's what his that's his that's his Christian name. People know yeah. him as Kenneth. His family calls him Kenneth. Yes, I bet they do. Only his good friends call him Ken." Yeah, Ken's like you better be That's, real. Close you really to him. know him, yeah. Like, like if, if rest of the world, him, Kenny, family, yeah. Kenneth, great, great like, friends, Ken. Yeah, like if you call him Ken and you're not really that close to him, you might wind up with a hair whip. Yeah. Does anybody call him KG? You think, or is that just like? I think that's, that's beyond. I think, that's I. What I think, I think that's just unprofessional. I don't think people. Yeah. yeah, I think people would just be like, if you're gonna go that short, just call him Kenny G. You're already shortened the G part. There's no reason right. to short the. The first part, yeah. Do we know what the but, G stands for? I feel like we should. I, I don't no think idea. we do. I've never heard anything. I keep thinking Gregory in my mind, but that's probably yeah. not right. I like to think it's short for gangster, kind of like the OG original gangster. He's he's Kenny G. He's the Kenny gangster of the saxophone. It's possible. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. Unless he corrects it, then that's just what it is. But All right. Well, Kenneth, but, give, me, yeah. give me a call anyway, if that is incorrect information. Well, and if you also hate pickles and they think they're too aggressive of a garnish, which they are, uh, you can get an anti-pickle shirt as well. So, yeah, CaptureMagicPodcast.com. Those are over there. Um, trying to think of anything else. Uh, I can't think of anything else. No. I think we, no. Had, a, I think we had a fine show. I, I, I enjoyed it. I, lo- I really like this live aspect. Um, I do, too. It's fun. We're having a lot of fun, and, and I enjoy everybody in the group, and, and this Club 32 is awesome. Um, I mean, again, we popped in, you had an idea for this, you know, 30 minutes before we went on air and, um, we got in the group and people were throwing out topics and suggestions. So, uh, we had a lot that we didn't get to. So I think we'll probably do, do more of these in the future. 
um, yeah. of this exact kind of keep it, fix it, burn it. So I like it. I'm having, having fun doing this live thing. Yeah, for so. sure. And for those that are listening and they're not in Club 32, you can go to ctmvip.com and check that out if you want to get in the live streams on those. So that's where we'll do that. And and we go to the parks. We do a bunch of stuff in Club 32, and they uh, they get special privileges. I don't know how else to tell you. They do. And jackets yeah. sometimes. Yep. But. Yeah, and jackets. And if you want, um, uh, Ron and I do uh, live streams of the rooms. Uh, you know, we're there very often, and we're actually heading tomorrow – uh, down to Town Place Suites at Flamingo Crossing, which is just outside of Disney property, but it's like close enough. It's a few minutes, I want to say, from Animal Kingdom entrance. Um, we're very excited to check out this this hotel, this resort, uh, as an off-property possibility for people. So we will be live streaming a whole bunch of stuff from there in Club 32. And then, um, yeah, we're hoping to connect with you and Jamie for a nice uh, live stream as well sometime this weekend. So Sometime shall be yeah so all right well i think that will do it for the show i'm gonna go get some food because me too i'm gonna make another cauliflower um, pizza that does sound kind of good it was good come on over that pizza i got yesterday by the way i took a picture of it was seven bucks it, well what all was on it for anybody who did happen to see the photo because it looked amazing but i couldn't figure out was it like a it garlic was, ranch or something on top and then i put the ranch meats? on there when i okay. got back i just put a little on there it was uh a bunch of chicken Ham, sausage, uh, uh, bacon. Wow. And then, yeah, it was like unlimited toppings. So I had him put like three fistfuls of, of ch- chicken on there. And then basically all the meats except for like tofu and stuff. But yeah. It was did you go, did you go back today? Little pizza. Did you go back today and no. that offer was no more? <laughs> that offer was no, not No, I went. That was, so there's, there's two gyms I go to in town. That one <laughs> is in, across from the one I go to is downtown here technically okay. and then another one. But it's across the street. So if I come out of the gym, like I texted Jamie and I was like, do you want anything for lunch? She's like, no. I was like, no, nah, I'm going to get pizza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'll probably do it again. But yeah, it's not is bad. It- is it one of those one of the new chains? Like, because we have your pie, and we have um, a couple of those that are showing up that are like those fast fired, create your own topic. It's basically Kramer came up with this idea on Seinfeld years and years ago, he did. and now everybody's yeah. doing it. It's basically like the subway of pizza, right? Yeah, this is it's it's very similar to like what you would get at um, uh, the one at now draw a blank at Disney Springs Blaze uh, Blaze. Yep. Okay. Uh, it's called BYOB. Um, it's a chain. I do know that. I don't know where they're at, but it is a chain, but it's like, even the place I went, it was like the special. Cause she was like, do you want the special? And I was like, what's that? And she's like, oh, it's the same price, but you get a drink, either a fountain drink or you can get a beer. And it was like 11 o'clock in the morning. And I was like, yeah, I'll just take the drink. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, they, it's, it's not bad. They even have like a cauliflower crust and stuff like nice. that. So it's, no, I mean, I, pizza is my weakness. So if I can get pizza that's oh, totally. smaller and a bunch of meat and. And the and the thin and the crust is thin, so it's not like real super carb heavy. Yeah, I love so, those. Yeah, I like. Not it. too bad. All right, all right. Well, now I'm hungry again, so we will. Uh, thanks everybody for joining, listening, and thanks for Club Thirty Two for contri- contributions. And we will see you guys later. Peace. Well, you know it is a thrill when you go downhill Cause you're riding on the mountain of your own free will And you're zipping in a flash on a daring dash Down a waterfall so rapid that you go splish splash Splash mountain Slippity doo dah Splash mountain Slippity hey My oh my Wonderful day Slip Splish splash Plenty of sunshine Slip Splish splash In my way Slip
Swiss, 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 Swiss,